0: Let's talk some Texas Tech Red Raiders with Jared Johnson of Inside the Red Raiders. I'm Pete Mundo, your host, Heartland College Sports Weekly, part of heartlandcollegesports.com, your independent Big 12 digital media outlet. And before we get to Jared, just a reminder, guys, um, the podcast continues to explode because of you. If you take two minutes—not even 90 seconds—leave me a rating, review, subscribe to the podcast. It helps us out a lot, and in return, I'll send you that free Heartland College Sports koozie in the mail. I've Got a few left. I got to order more actually because you guys are—I'm uh, <laughs> sending so many of these things out. So, uh, send me a screenshot of your rating and review to Pete Mundo M-U-N-D-O at HeartlandCollegeSports.com, and we will get that koozie in the mail for you guys uh, really appreciate that all right let's talk some uh texas tech uh, red raiders football we'll start there with jared johnson inside the red raiders um you know texas tech fans it seems like they are frustrated uh and and we wrote about this on the site last week our guy cam brock wrote about it and i understand the frustration but i i think tech fans they're not giving matt wells a long enough leash is that fair or are we missing something there in lubbock
1: Hey Pete first off, thanks for having me on man. I really appreciate it yeah, yeah I, I think both are both feelings are, are fair to be honest, you know I think mean, a lot of times i especially in sports, we want kind of like a blacker black and white answer um, and the truth is, I think both are right. I think I understand the fan base's frustration. I mean it's been a decade of uh lackluster play to be honest for the most part, and then on the other on the other hand. I mean, Matt Wells just got here, so he does deserve a chance to um, do his thing, uh, instill uh, some of their their, their culture, um, what they want to do on both sides of the ball, and, and then, of course, uh, just some time to turn this thing around because the recruiting hasn't been there. Um, obviously, the wins haven't been there. So, I mean, you got to give the guy some time—more, certainly, more than just two-thirds of a season—before uh, you know you want to. I guess go another route and and bring somebody else in I just- to me, that, that sounds a little crazy.
0: And, and how much of this, too? I mean, I don't know if the season uh, looks any different right now with Alan Bowman, but you got a new coach. He's got to kind of rebuild uh, the program around what his wants and needs are and his style. And he's got what he thinks is a stud quarterback, and the guy goes down. Now, I don't know if, if the record's any different right now with Alan Bowman. The, the issues have been well beyond the quarterback position, but how much should that factor in, in fans' considerations?
1: I mean, I think right now the fan base is like they're tired of excuses. There's always something. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that's a tough sell. And to be honest, uh, Bowman, uh, he was struggling before he went down. In that Arizona game, um, really all three games, but in the Arizona game I I felt like he missed some throws that were there. Um, He didn't look as sharp as he did the year before. Now, would he have come on? Would he have progressed? I think that's reasonable to – expect so but i think jet duffy's actually played good enough for them to win now he hasn't obviously gone out and won games uh for the red raiders but he hasn't lost games for them either i mean even last week or two weeks ago against kansas uh he had a pretty good game he didn't turn the the ball over he threw for a couple scores he ran for i don't like 30 or 40 yards i mean he played good enough to win so uh, I don't know if that – it's certainly not going to pass the smell test with most Red Raider fans, but uh, it's a valid point.
0: Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, Jared Johnson's joining us inside the Red Raiders, does great work covering Texas Tech right here on Heartland College Sports Weekly, part of heartlandcollegesports.com. So, uh, Jared, you know, Kirby Hokut has made fantastic hires in uh, basketball, of course with Beard, in baseball with Tadlock. Um, you can argue he's still looking for that guy on the football side of things. How much frustration is pointed at Kirby Hokut at this point in time?
1: Oh, I think there's a lot. I mean, it's weird. I think it depends on who you ask. I mean, every almost every sport on campus is doing as good as ever, if not better. I mean, they just won the national championship in track. And like you said, baseball is, I mean, they're a national contender year in and year out with Tadlock. Uh, Beard is poised to have that basketball program be at the big boys table for the foreseeable future. I mean, the recruiting just lights out right now. And you can go down the list. I mean, uh women's soccer, I mean, golf is I believe was number 1 in the country if it's not still right now. I mean, uh tech athletics is doing great except for obviously the bell cow in football, which is most important. I mean, obviously in terms of revenue, um in terms of high profile football is where it's at, and that's where they're struggling the most. So there is frustration there. I mean, they're most the common fan really cares, especially in Texas and in the Heartland area, really care, cares about football first and foremost, and then basketball, and then a little bit of baseball. I mean, baseball, college baseball is kind of a niche in terms of, of fans. So and then you start talking about track and all the other sports, I mean, some fans just don't care about those sports, yeah, to yeah, be quite yeah, honest. Yeah. I mean, it's, they don't. The numbers support that, so they uh, got he uh, Matt Wells has to come on, or there's going to be some flack uh, for Kirby Hokut, But I will, I do want to point out that Chris Beard has a clause about his buyout uh, being cut in half if Kirby Hokut leaves uh, for any reason. So, I mean, <laughs> I, I think that's an important thing to note in. Uh, tech fans want to do everything they can to keep chris beard and love it that's for sure
0: that's a very good point now and let's be honest if if you uh had a few drinks here with a bunch of texas tech fans they would trade all that basketball baseball track success for for football success right i mean they they, they do it you, you know i, I no? it depends on who you ask okay some,
1: there's no doubt but some no i mean they baseball is really for what it is um, become a bigger deal than I would have ever predicted, based on just the consistent success, and I think just the uh, the fan, the the common tech fan, especially in in West Texas, and then basketball has really come on now. I'm telling you, I mean. I, I I traveled in New York when they took on Duke and Madison Square Garden got chills and was asked by national media, like, is this how River fans always are? they always travel like this? I mean, they took over uh, in Austin against UT. Tech fans did. They took over in Waco. Of course, they took over in Fort Worth, but they always do because uh, mm-hmm. of the massive fan base in the Metroplex. And then, I, you know, I, I traveled with them through, throughout the tournament and it was really impressive. It was a sight to behold, especially in Minneapolis So for the Final Four. So, uh, I'm not sure that every fan would take you up on that. You know, I think five years ago, if you'd ask me that. I'd be like, oh yeah, for sure. But after seeing it happen, I don't know. I don't know, that's I don't know a, that, that, that that's, a, that's a for sure yes.
0: That's fascinating. What's up, guys? It's Pete Mundo. And uh, by the way, we're going to be getting to our picks as we do each and every week in the podcast. But before we do that... We've crossed the halfway mark of the Big 12 season, and you want to get off the sidelines, get in, place those bets. And you know what? I've used a lot of these different sites before. Uh, I've been placing bets on these Big 12 games for a long time. And you can't beat mybookie.ag. They've got the most up-to-date lines, most prop bets. If you want to hit that parlay, I've been close a couple of times, still got to hit that parlay. But they're the place to do it. And because they love Heartland College Sports listeners, you can double your money right up front by depositing with the promo code BIG12. That's BIG12. So you put in 50, you're going to get 100, 100, 200, all the way up to 1,000. They're taking care of us at Heartland College Sports. So that's mybookie.ag, promo code BIG12, BIG12, for your 100% sign-up bonus to get back in the game. There's only a few weeks left in the season. You don't want to miss out because then you're going to be there sitting around in the winter like, oh, I should have made a bed in football season. Do it now. MyBookie.ag, promo code BIG12. You play, you win, you get paid. Jarrett Johnson's joining us, publisher of uh, InsideTheRedRaiders.com, does great work covering Texas Tech uh, over there. So As you look at at Matt Wells, and the guy is eight games into his tenure, uh, the recruiting side, you mentioned that earlier, Jarrett. I mean, I think a lot of fans, um, if the season continues to not go as it appears to be going, uh, they're not going to be happy. But if he pulls in a top 25, top 30 class, it'll, it'll help his cause. Uh, How is how is Matt Wells doing on the recruiting front? Because he's not a guy that's from the area, so he doesn't have those ties. Now Matt Rule didn't; it's worked out well for him. So, so how is Wells doing on that front?
1: Well, first off, with Matt Rule, I mean he made some really great assistant coaching hires that that do have great
0: connections in the
1: state. Uh, They were very shrewd moves. They were they were brilliant. Coaching hires, to be honest. Uh, so I give him credit for that, um, and it's paid big dividends for, for the Bears. As for, as for Matt, uh, Matt Wells, yeah, I mean, he does have some ties, and so a lot of his staff uh, do as well. Um, they've recruited better than the previous regime, there's no doubt. And I don't I think tech fans would say, well, that's not saying a whole lot, uh, <laughs> to be honest. But I think a top 40 class is realistic for this first group um I, I tell you one guy and he's one of the lowest rated guys on the commitment list is their quarterback donovan smith uh their commit out of, out of friendship here in the lubbock area I, i've seen him play twice and he is way better than i was expected i've even requested the 24 7 sports hey you know uh, he's underrated please take a look at him <laughs> mm-hmm. you know i think he should be rated higher than, than he is so uh, I, I really like what they're doing, and I, staying with quarterback Baron Morton in the 2021 class committed earlier, uh, you know, about a month ago or several weeks ago. Uh, that's huge. I think he was a huge recruit they, they needed to land. So if they can keep him on board and help out with the recruiting, the recruiting effort, then I like what they're doing. I, I think right now they're in the. The process of I think they have 17 guys on the commitment list, and now they're looking to add some, you know, veterans, some junior college, and then they'll add some uh, grad transfers. In terms of they need guys who can step in and play, not not teenagers, but they need. Uh, you know the whole cliche: grown men to step in and play immediately on the uh, along the offensive and defensive lines.
0: Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean, if you look at this football program, Jared, I'd be curious to get your opinion on this. You know, the baseball teams had success. We talked about the fo- the basketball team, obviously, enormous success. Uh, is there an inherent challenge for Texas Tech football that we don't talk enough about that has? Um, allowed them to not reach that that Mike Leach potential that's going on more than a decade now.
1: Is there a challenge in in what regard to to get back to that? Yeah, to, to get, get back. back to I mean,
0: is it is it a location issue? Is it a facilities issue? Is just there is there a challenge that we don't talk enough about about why this Texas Tech rebuild has has taken so long, or is it just no, not having I, the right guy at uh, head coach?
1: I think. Uh, I think, honestly, that those are all excuses. I believe one of my favorite quotes I've ever heard from anyone at any level of, of sports is from Chris Beard, and I'll paraphrase it. Basically, he said Lubbock shouldn't be used as an excuse. It should be used as a reason why you succeed on the on the recruiting trail, mm-hmm. because if it's, it is a great college town. Those who know about Lubbock, uh, it's a great college town. Now, I'm not saying selling it for the rest of your life to somebody, but it's in terms of Uh, going and playing sports where you're the man, you know, you're like, for example, in the Metroplex, I mean, look, you're going to have a lot of competition with the Cowboys, uh, the Mavericks and go on and on the Rangers, the stars, uh, in multiple colleges out in West Texas. It's all about Texas tech. I mean, that's it. That's (laughs) the town is like, uh, kind of like what we hear about Friday night lights when it closes down for a game. I mean, when tech, uh, produces a winner, I mean, Lubbock gets by the the town of 250,000 gets behind the Red Raiders. And we've seen that they've traveled well. Um, So I look, every other coach is having success. There's no reason football shouldn't be having this, at least uh, a lot more success than they're having now. Uh, I mean, I don't think, I think most, most people, most fans would say, look, winning, Seven to let's say eight games a season and go, you know, going to a bowl game and then every five years at least challenging for a Big Twelve or spot in the Big Twelve championship is not unreasonable. I mean, that's mm-hmm. I think that I think really what Oklahoma State has done is what Tech fans it, it would like to see.
0: Seven wins in the low end and then ten to challenge a Big Twelve championship on the high end. Yeah, yeah. Just I mean,
1: I'm not saying year in a year out Big Twelve contenders. I'm saying no, 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 no. Every yeah. handful of years. Yep you at least challenge the big dog. Gotcha. Because, I mean, everybody knows it's OU and UT and everybody else. Yep. But, I mean, really what Oklahoma State has done, they've been a model of success. I mean, uh, and it, it just goes to show you, I mean, college fo- college sports in general is all about the coach. Mm-hmm. It just it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just like NFL is all about the quarterback, I really believe that college sports and college football specifically is all about the coach. And, yeah, obviously um, – Tommy Tulliver and Cliff Kingsbury did not get it done since since Mike Leach has been here.
0: Take me through, Jared, just your thoughts on the Big 12 in general. You have Baylor atop the conference. I don't know who saw that coming, uh, if anybody. Then you've got <laughs> OU, me. and I mean, it's, I think it's shaping up though for a great November in this conference. Uh, what are your thoughts on how the Big 12 has uh, shaped shaped up thus far with a month left?
1: Now, a couple of weeks ago was the big shakeup, right? I mean, yeah. I I think I went over on my picks. <laughs> 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 Oklahoma losing to Kansas State. I mean, I didn't see that coming. I think that was <clears throat> ultimately bad for the well. Big Twelve, quite honestly. Um yeah. You know, Oklahoma State beating Iowa State. I didn't see that coming either, though. I, you know, I thought Oklahoma State's had a lot of potential. I really like Spencer Sanders and all the offensive weapons uh, they have there. Uh, what what was the other TCU beating Texas? I mean, yeah. The thing with Texas, they're so beat up right now. And everyone kind of rolls their eyes, especially here in Rangerland, when I say that. But, I mean, they're especially beat up. I mean, even with all the depth they have there so and in some key positions. So, I can't say that I was shocked by that. So, I, but from that, I think everything's kind of that weekend set up what we have in this final month. And, you know, Baylor has a heck of an opportunity. You know, they keep winning. That's the thing is they keep winning and, and they continue to do so. Um, They have some tough games coming up, but if they can go undefeated, I mean, it would be good for the Big 12, obviously, to have an undefeated school to at least be mentioned in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't know if they would be selected for the playoffs if they went undefeated, but they would at least be in the argument. Because it's hard for me to see even a one-loss Oklahoma making the playoffs in the current landscape, but
0: things change. I'm with you there. I'm with you there, 100%. Uh, Jared Johnson inside the Red Raiders. Jarrett, before we let you go, just uh, basketball, obviously. You have the fantastic run of the championship last year, uh, losing a lot of key guys, but a lot of people think that uh, Chris Beard's going to have this team competing near the top of the conference again. Uh, what are you expecting out of this season for the Red Raiders? What, what's reasonable for the fan base and for the rest of the Big 12?
1: Well, I've learned not to put much of a ceiling on Chris Beard, boy. I, I've never even heard of anything like him, really, in sports. He's All the hype you hear about Chris Beard as a as a coach um, and what he's done in Tech is deserved, and probably doubly so, to be honest. Um, that being said, he has a really young team. I mean, really young. Uh, he brought in a couple of grad transfers who I like, and T.J. Holyfield and Chris Clark. But And he's got Davide Moretti, Kyler Edwards coming back, and, that, and that's good, but... And guys like Jamias Ramsey, Terrence Shannon, uh, Clarence uh, Nadalny, who I think is an underrated recruiter who came in is going is to play well. They're good. They're very talented. It may, you could argue it's more talented than even last year. But, man, they are so young. Um, the Big 12 is going to be so difficult this year. So I think they're, I mean, they're rated 12th in the country. Uh, preseason, I think that's a lot of respect being doled out to to Chris Beard. i You know, they, they struggled in a lot of the uh, preseason exhibitions. I think they're going to struggle early, but I think by the second half of the Big Twelve, when, once it rolls around, I think they're going to have a better idea of who they are, and I think they're going to be tough to handle. And I think this is a tournament team for sure. Um, and then you have to see about the matchups where they where they get in now in terms of challenging for the big 12 i mean to me i think it's kansas again honestly i think kansas is probably it's probably gonna reclaim their title I and mean, they, they look really really tough they look this is one of the better rosters that bill self has had in, in a long time which is saying something mm-hmm. uh so that's gonna be tough i think baylor's gonna be tough i think west virginia's gonna be tough uh but i think tech will be definitely in the top half i think they'll they'll challenge their i mean they're 34 and 2 at home the last 2 years 15 and 5 in 3 years under Chris Beard so nobody wants to come to Lubbock and play the Red Raiders so uh, they're going to win a lot of games they're going to make the tournament again and they'll be in the top half of the Big 12 but i think will they go back to the national title game will they even make the lead eight i don't know i think well, you know, the tournament's crazy. We'll have to see about the matchups there.
0: I'm with you there. He is uh, Jared Johnson, publisher, inside the InsideTheRedRaiders.com, and uh, does great work covering tech. Jared, thanks so much for a few minutes. Always appreciate the time, and uh, we'll talk to you soon.
1: Anytime, man. Thanks for having me on.
0: Great stuff out of him, guys. And before you move on with your day, please just take uh, take a minute out and just leave us that rating and review and uh, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you send me a screenshot of that rating and review, we'll get you a free Heartland College Sports koozie in the mail. Just um, email it to me, Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at HeartlandCollegeSports.com. Thanks so much, guys. Have a great day, and we will uh, talk to you soon.